Okay, I'm Robin. Welcome to episode 24, When Someone Tells You No. So in this episode, we're going to talk about a text message that I received um, from the person I'm seeing basically telling me no. I made a request to him and he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And it really got me thinking because even though I've been doing this work for a long time, I still have normal human reactions. I still feel disappointed when people say no. I might feel angry or frustrated. Um, and learning how to handle those feelings is really, really important because that's really the difference between people who have good relationships and people that don't is learning how to handle our own intense emotions that come up so that we can respond and not hide those emotions but that we're not reacting to them. I also find that, so when someone is telling us no, they're really setting a boundary with us. So they might be saying no to dating us. They might be saying no to like a specific request that we made. They're saying no, they're setting a boundary. And a lot of the time I notice this relationship between if we have trouble setting boundaries, then we also tend to have trouble receiving boundaries or accepting boundaries. Before I did a lot of the work that I've done around boundaries for myself, I would often, instead of like hearing a boundary and hearing the no, either no, I don't want to date you or no, this isn't working or some signs of no, or just like, no, I'm busy. I often had trouble accepting that boundary. And we're going to talk about why, but I, I would have trouble accepting it, right? Those feelings would just be too big. And I would be, I would act sort of, my brain would go to confusion and not knowing instead of realizing, oh, this is a no, like they're setting a boundary with me. And I would want to try to almost fix it. And then the flip would happen where I would be worried about setting boundaries because I wouldn't want someone to feel how I feel when they say no, right? I had trouble hearing no and the emotions that came up when I would hear no were just so big and difficult to deal with and had like a bunch of layers of like me judging myself and things on top of it when I would hear no, that then I was then scared to set boundaries with people because I didn't want them to feel that way. And I didn't want to feel guilty for making them feel that way. That's how I thought about boundaries. So often receiving boundaries, like being able to accept someone's boundary and being able to set boundaries really go hand in hand. So today we're going to look at that. How do we receive a boundary? So how do we learn to receive when someone says a no? Okay, so I'm going to give you the example that I have. Okay, so my um my boyfriend works during the day he works in an office um and he is in that office and there's other people around and i work from home i have clients on and off um i kind of work different hours all the time and often if i am bored or just like you know not really wanting to work um i don't have a boss so i'll just call him and I would call him sometimes during, like, I would call him, I don't know, three times in a morning, like, whatever, I'm not doing anything, right? Um, and he said to me, we basically had talked about it, and he was like, I need you to call me less when I'm at work. I, I don't like when you call me at work because I feel like it sets a bad example for the other people there. Like, I don't mind you calling me, but not went just for no reason, like, not just to talk, kind of. Because he's in an office surrounded by people and he's there to kind of work and focus, whereas my situation is a bit different, right? If I'm taking 
time to talk to him. I'm not like no one's paying me during that time, right? Okay, so I then asked him, and I'll just read you the text. Um, so I said, um, okay, can I like so he had kind of set that boundary, and then it's really normal in boundaries for us. Um, if we're in a close relationship, we're gonna negotiate the boundary. That's really, really normal, and that should be happening when we set boundaries with people, right? If someone's really like, no, this is my boundary. Like, you can never call me. Why are you calling me? That's a problem. We don't want that. He was just like, hey, you know, I like talking to you. He explained why he didn't want to talk during the day. So I said, can I call you once in the morning and once in the afternoon? Like, what's kind of reasonable? I texted that. And he texted back, I don't mind if you call sometimes, but it's not okay for me to take personal calls while I'm working, especially if they're of little importance. And you guys, I had a super emotional response to this. I wasn't like crying in a mess, but I was hurt and angry. And I want to talk about how I think about it because I want you to know that it's really normal for you to have responses to setting a boundary. Now, when I talk about it now, I'm like, yeah, you know, it makes sense. He doesn't want me to call him at work. I get it. Right. But that's often not what happens. Like logically that happens, but emotionally that's not what happens right we have like our logic brain that's like yeah that's a reasonable request you know he's at work he shouldn't talk on the phone he doesn't want to like i don't want to say get in trouble but like it just you know he wants to like do a good job but emotionally it felt to me like when he was like especially if they're of little importance it felt like uh, you're just calling me and wasting my time And he didn't say those things, but this is my emotional, how my emotions are interpreting it, right? You're just calling me and wasting my time. I don't want to talk to you. Part of me was like, oh, does this mean like maybe he doesn't want to date anymore, actually? Like, is this him pulling away? Like, is that part of it? And I felt kind of hurt, right? Like, I felt hurt because he's sort of putting distance in that part of our relationship. Now, I look at how I'm thinking about it, right? I'm trying to like understand myself and allow myself these feelings. So I'm not saying right away, like, oh, what's wrong with you? That's stupid, Robin. Like, obviously it doesn't mean anything. Why are you making this mean something? Instead of looking in like, okay, yes, this makes sense. So I tend to be a bit rejection sensitive. Like I'm just kind of worried about things ending a lot. That's what my brain likes to do. So any kind of pushing away makes me feel like he doesn't want to be in their relationship. And you'll notice like he did it really well, actually. That's why I'm kind of using this as an example, because he's like, I don't mind if you call sometimes. And I know that's the truth. Like I know logically that if I call and I need something, like he said, not if it's of little importance. If I call and I'm like, hey, what are we doing tonight? Can we make plans really quick? Totally fine. But if I'm just calling three times in the morning because I'm avoiding working, you know, that's when he's a little, a little bit like shorter with me. So I know that logically, but emotionally I'm feeling pushed away because he's kind of saying, Hey, during these certain work hours, I want to focus on work and not on you. So I'm feeling pushed away. And I noticed that I felt kind of like, screw him then. Well, if he doesn't want to talk to me during work, then like it, it's sort of this, this rebellion thing where if he doesn't want to talk to me during work. Well, I just won't text him then whatever. I won't call at all. You know, then I won't find, I won't call him at night then. Like if he doesn't want to talk when I want to talk. And that's a response to that being hurt, right? That's a response to that initial part of me that was feeling pushed away, not important, not cared about, even though logically 
that really doesn't make sense in this case. Like logically, his argument for like, hey, I just, you know, I, I don't want to set a bad example for the other employees. I've noticed they've been on personal calls lots. I don't want to be that person. I know logically that it makes sense, but emotionally I'm feeling hurt. And then I start to feel that anger. So what we do is we just allow it all, right? We just sit with ourselves and we just allow it all and we don't beat ourselves up and we just keep like, how are you feeling? And we're just kind of watching ourselves almost. This is where we really go into that like watcher mode where we're just, I think of myself, this is where I sort of split it and I'll think of myself as Robin and Robin's like the, the person that I am, right? The human, the human Robin who like has all the feelings and has all the, it's, it's Robin, right? The human. And then I'm kind of being watched by like myself. Some people call that the higher self or like your soul, whatever, right? What this does is it creates some separation in my mind so that it makes the feelings a little bit less intense because I'm kind of separating myself from them in a healthy way so I can just watch them and understand them and not react to them so they're not like overwhelming me. So I just notice all of this. And this is a really normal response to someone setting a boundary. It's normal that, you know, we've been like together a while. I've always called him during work. You know, what's, what's, why is there this change, right? It's normal for me to kind of feel hurt or worried about the relationship. Like that's normal. And I still get to, like, those feelings are valid. I can feel them. It's, I'm not crazy or something for feeling them. And I don't need to react to them, right? I can go into that part of me that's just kind of watching me and that's watching me like, oh, that's so interesting, right? I feel hurt and pushed away and I go into this anger wanting to push him away. Well, whatever then, like, I'm just going to pull away before you hurt me. Interesting. So interesting. And what happens is if we don't learn this tool of like stepping back and just seeing ourselves and watching it, what happens is we're just in it. And we're just reacting, right? And so I could tell that I'm doing these things, right? And not, and this wasn't like, this was over like a day or two, right? I could tell that then that day, like that night when he did call me, I was really short with him, right? I was kind of in that place of like, well, you don't want to talk to me during the day? Fine. I'm just not going to talk to you. I'm too busy for you. And when we see that, it's like, okay, Robin, right? Like this isn't really how I want to be. And logically, um, you know, I know when I kind of talked with him again, it's really just that like there's another employee taking calls and he just doesn't want to be that person on his phone at work all the time. And it's those hours are focused work time for him. Like it's important for him to get work done during those hours. And when we had that talk, it actually, so him, I want to tell you that him setting that boundary actually helped me. And that's going to make it easier for you to set boundaries with people Because him setting that boundary, I kind of had that self-reflection that I talked about at the beginning. And I realized that, you know, when I'm calling him and it's like during work hours, I'm not always, but often I'm just kind of procrastinating something I'm supposed to be working on. Like I'm not really using it as a coffee break or I'm not really using it as like a, you know, a little like office chit chat. I'm more using it in a procrastination way. That's actually the truth. And that's why sometimes I like call more than I maybe wanted to, because I noticed that on the days when I'm really focused and really getting stuff done, I don't call as much, right? And so his boundary was kind of a a reflection or a pause for me to look and check in and see, oh, is there something I want to change here actually too? And so setting boundaries can be really, really useful. 
And maybe there isn't something I want to change and I just need to be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, we'll just talk at lunch or whatever. But in this case, there was something that I kind of wanted to change too by him setting that boundary. Okay, so one of the places that my mind went and that some of your minds definitely go is we'll look at a behavior in the relationship or someone setting a boundary. Um, I see lots of this in like the Facebook groups I'm in. If they're newly dating someone, they're like, well, the person went on a holiday and they haven't messaged me the whole holiday or they have only messaged like hardly ever. Um, Like, is this a red flag? What's happening? So our mind will go to this place of like, oh my goodness, the relationship's going to end. Like, do I need to get out of it right now? What's happening? And that's sort of what my mind did by kind of pushing him away a little bit, right? When I was in that like, well, whatever, I just won't talk to you then kind of attitude. And I want to tell you this, whether like, let's say that this text, this message about don't call me when I'm working, let's just say that a year down the road, we find out that actually that was him pulling away, that that was him kind of being like, you know what, I I need to take some space from this relationship. I'm just going to set this little boundary and slowly go away. Let's say that is what it is. That's kind of the fear that comes up, right? Even if that's true, it doesn't help me for this whole next year to be worrying about it, right? It doesn't help me to be like, what did he mean by that? What's going on? Is he pulling away? I don't know what he means. Should we talk about this again? What That anxious spinning energy, it just isn't useful. And it keeps us from actually feeling the feelings, right? If I stay in this spinning energy of like, well, maybe he, you know, maybe this means something or maybe he should change or maybe why can't he call me? What's going on? Is he talking to someone at work? When I'm in that energy, I can't be in the energy and the watcher that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. I can't be in just feeling the disappointment of like, I really liked calling him in the mornings when I got up even if it was at 10 a.m., right? I really liked that. And what happens is if we don't process those feelings and I'm staying in this energy of like, oh, what? A, wh- why is he doing this? I have to figure this out. Maybe he's going to leave. I don't figure out my feelings about it. I don't process any of those feelings and I don't learn anything about me. I'm just in this terrible, terrible confusion. And when I take the time to process my own feelings, I start to see I get awareness about the things I just said. So, oh, maybe I really just actually want to talk to him in the morning when I get up. And he'd probably be fine with that if I talk to him about it, honestly. That's probably something we could like figure out. Or maybe it's actually, like I said, hey, I actually want to be working more during the day. And I'm kind of using him to like procrastinate, you know, and like kind of avoid it. Okay, that's something for me to look at. I start to really make decisions about my life. Instead of staying in that confused, what does his sex message mean? Is this a red flag? Is he going to leave? Whatever. Because whatever happens, that energy isn't going to solve it anyway. Right? I'm, I'm always better off just feeling my feelings and processing them, whatever they are. Right? And notice that I didn't say, like, when I'm processing the feelings, I just say, this is how I feel about this text message, right? I'm not saying, I'm not getting into what he's thinking. Like, I'm not like, oh, he for sure isn't leaving. I'm not trying to convince myself. I'm just like, oh, that sucks. We used to talk all the time during the day. And he's telling me that he just wants to talk, you know, maybe once a day instead of three times in the morning, right? And I'm just processing 
like acceptance and then processing my feelings around it. So that, my friends, is how you receive a boundary. This, these are real relationships that I'm talking about and that I'm teaching about. This isn't some world where it's like, oh, that's totally fine. I don't care. This is real relationship stuff. And this is what really happens. It's normal for you to have feelings come up when you set a boundary. It's normal if you have a close partner or a close friend or a family member. It's normal for them to have a reaction when you set it, when there's a boundary set. Totally normal. And they still get to decide how they want to manage their big feelings, right? That's not on you. It's on them to figure out, okay, how do I want to manage these big feelings I'm having so that I can come back to this relationship and respond, maybe negotiate the boundary a little bit, but still really like accept it and not just try to like change you so they can feel better. Because that's what sometimes we do, right? If I didn't have these skills of being able to process and receive a boundary, if I didn't have that ability, then the only way I could get rid of those big feelings is by getting my partner to change. And so that's what we do. We try to get them to change by figuring them out. And really, we're just avoiding the big feelings that come up. And the big feelings I know seem kind of scary sometimes, but they're really not that scary. When we get into that watcher mode, we learn how to just look at them and we learn how to love ourselves through them. So that's receiving a boundary. If you have any questions about this, or if you want some one-on-one coaching, I would be honored to be your coach. You can set up a free consult call with me. You and I will meet over Zoom. And then after that, we'll do single sessions. So if you want that, you can DM me on Instagram at Relationship Anxiety Coach or send me an email. Okay, talk soon.